morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Hope you're doing great. Welcome to the boost. Another day, another opportunity to get a little bit better. I'm talking yesterday about this idea of change. Our mind loves yesterday because yesterday's familiar. And so what ends up happening is when you look out into your day, our mind says to you, or says our mind, your mind says to you, our mind says to us, if I can stay consistent in my grammar, this looks familiar. Let's do this. This thing, that's unfamiliar. Let's not do that. I had this with one of my kids once. We had gone away for vacation once. And thank God, it went really well. We didn't do anything fancy. We went to my grandparents' home in Delray Beach, Florida. But it was like perfect. It was a quiet little home and a cul-de-sac in the middle of a retirement community. For those who have grandparents that live in retirement communities, especially Jewish Holocaust surviving retirement communities, you sort of get this. You know what I'm talking about? We went down for a long weekend. And just the way the house was set up and the walk to the communal pool that was totally empty, right? And just the weather. And we went out to dinner one night. Like it just, it worked. Thank God. And I remember the year afterwards. We couldn't stay in this house, and we ended up not getting reservations at this restaurant. Whatever it was, it was different. It changed. One of my children were like, was like really upset. I was like, "What's going on? Like, we're in Florida. Like, what's what's the problem?" And he explained to me that, like, no, I I wanted it to be like last year. Like, he came down with the image of last year, and he had such a good time last year that he expected. It to be last year. So the restaurant that we went to last year, this year happened to have had a flood, whatever it was, and they shut down for five days. And those are the five days we were there. So we went to a different restaurant. But it wasn't the same restaurant. It wasn't the same experience. He was playing a tape in his head of last year's experience and then trying to match the world with the tape, because that felt familiar. That worked already. That thing that I did, that I enjoyed, I know I enjoyed it. And so my brain's gonna look for the familiar thing. Because if it's familiar, then it must be good. And that's in a way how many of us lead most of our lives. When I go through my day, what I'm craving. Now, there's a lot of good to this, by the way, because when you when you do things that are familiar, your brain doesn't need to work as hard, so your brain is free to do other things. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of good to this. This isn't all bad, right? When you take for things that are not necessarily you know super important. Like I don't think it's super important to change the route you go to work. 
every once in a while to like mix it up fine. But like if you can like wake up in the morning and then like, you know, sort of subconsciously be at your desk, there's a, there's a value there, right? Like your brain like knows, like get up, do whatever you do in the morning. Hopefully if you're doing things of spiritual natures, you're not just doing it subconsciously, but all right, let's get to the, to the work part or better to the travel part. If you can get in your car and drive to your thing and, you know, just subconsciously like get off the highway at the same exit and like pull into your spot or get on the train or whatever it is that you do and end up going to the elevator and hitting the coffee room and getting your desk. And by the time you get to your desk, like you've used like, you know, 0.1% of your brain. That's a very valuable thing because your brain now, since you only have a limited amount, so to speak, of willpower and your brain's a muscle, your brain now is has more energy and more room to do things that are more creative and more difficult. If every time you drive, it's like a whole thing, like you're lost, like, like you're in a new city. If you, ever like, if you ever like go to a new city and rent a car, like that feeling before ways, those of you, forget it. Pre, if you remember, anyone's, if anyone here is listening that remembers life pre-ways, pre-ways, it's a different world. It's a different life. Remember life pre-ways? If you didn't have the car with GPS in it, because like only like only the, the highest end luxury cars had that. So if you were in a car without GPS and you had to download MapQuest, remember MapQuest? Put in the directions, hold the sheets in front of you as you drive. And there's no redirecting and recalculating. You get off the highway in the wrong hi- the wrong exit, like you're stuck. You got to find a way to get right back to where you were. There's no recalculating. There's a new route. You're in traffic. You're in traffic. If you can figure out how to like ride the side of the highway, then that's great. But usually you're just sitting. That feeling you get, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. New neighborhood, new community, no ways. You're just like, how do I get around? What do I do? I'm lost. Your brain's in overdrive. It's good that we don't have that every single day. Because we get to work and be like, I'm done. Like... You'd show up to your job and you'd be like, okay, wow, that was really exhausting to get here. Like, I'm ready to go home. Like, you're saying like, it would be impossible. But so it's, it's, there's value to your brain saying, no, 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 I know how to get there. Let's take that route. But here's the thing. If all we're doing is living towards the things that we're familiar with, that means that we're literally living in the past every single day. Right? Because your brain, think about it, is just your past. Even the imagination that you have is really based off your past. Because you need context to imagine. Like, I can't imagine, uh, you know, walking through the streets of India. I've never been there. I, I can't even imagine it. Maybe if I saw it somewhere, I could imagine it. But that's also my past. So if I have no exposure to anything ever, my brain has no way of doing it. Now my soul and this wisdom and it's deep. Let's not get to the spiritual wisdom and how you can get things from your soul that you've never seen. Okay, that's like advanced spirituality, but just between, you know, a regular normal person. All my brain is my past. So if what I'm really doing is going into my present and trying to find what's familiar, then what I'm doing is I'm going into my present and trying to find my past. And we wonder why we don't grow exponentially. 
because as life, in parentheses, God, sends us new stuff, we tend to either try to find that which is familiar or to ignore it or to complain about it because it's new and it's more or it's less. It's just different. And when things are different, when things are different, they feel off to us. Why? So let's go back to our brains. If everything that is my past that I'm familiar with feels familiar to me, and I associate from being familiar with being me, who am I? I'm just basically a collection of things that I've already experienced. So I've associated that which I've already experienced with me. So things that are new experiences that come my way that I've never seen before, never experienced before, never had to do before, those things aren't me. I know me. And the thing that I'm doing doesn't feel like me. Now, so what happens to us, this is where, really where a lot of our, our lack of growth comes in, is that when you go out to the world, you lead with your brain and not with your soul. And your brain wants yesterday. Now, your soul wants greatness. And greatness is usually in things that you haven't done yesterday. And if you've done them yesterday, usually you're trying to grow past to something else. So even if you've done it, you got to get better at it. you got to take it to the next level. And so every single day we walk around and what's happening is that we're getting opportunities for greatness. We're getting opportunities to stretch and to extend and to expand. We're getting opportunities to try new things. We're getting opportunities to, to show ourselves that we can live without things. You know, when the kids don't eat, they're starving. And when that person is trying to train for something or lose weight, they don't eat. They're growing because they're teaching themselves that I don't have to eat every time I have a little bit of a craving. You're growing. It's unfamiliar. You didn't do it for 20 years. You didn't do it for 30 years. You didn't do it for 40 years. And now you're doing it. I don't have to say that thing that I've always said because now I am more sensitive because somebody else wants me to be more sensitive. I don't have to. I'm learning. It's unfamiliar. Usually I just say whatever I want. Usually I just eat whatever I want. Usually I just do whatever I want. Now all of a sudden I'm, I'm married. I have to change. My, I'm, I've got a child. I've got to change myself. Now I want to grow. I want to take on something new. I want to be bigger. I want to be better. God sent me an opportunity. God sent me, God forbid, a chance. God, I'm constantly being put into this world. And in this world, things are changing. And in every change that takes place, I'm either going to embrace it as the opportunity that I could find parts of myself that I didn't know existed, or I'm going to shudder, complain, shut down, and try to find familiar. I'm going to wait for this to be over as soon as I can. 
so that I can go back to what's familiar. I got an opportunity at work to do more. I don't want to do more. I'm just going to do as little as I can and go back to what's familiar, which is my house. The time that I get home, the things I do when I get home, etc. I went to Israel and I saw something that inspired me in my own spiritual growth. And now I'm back and it's not Israel and I'm not inspired and my day is back to normal. And my brain says, nah, this is who you are. And my soul says, wait, 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 just a minute ago you were so inspired. Do something about it. But your brain goes, that's not you. Why? Because it's not familiar? Because it's different? Well, how do I know that different isn't me? My brain isn't me. My brain is a computer that I use to navigate this world. But all the growth and all the opportunity and who I really want to be is going to exist in something that is arguably not familiar. And that, I think, if we like understood this idea and like reviewed it again and again and again and like believed it, like not just like heard it, but actually believed it. If we actually believed this, like believed it, the person that I'm going to be is through things that are unfamiliar. That means me, me, the real me. Not my brain, not my hands, not my eyes, me, the essential me, cannot become who it is supposed to be unless I travel through the unfamiliar. Because if I'm traveling through the familiar, that was me yesterday. And if I am alive, most likely it's because I have something to do today that I couldn't finish yesterday. And so for some, unfamiliar is like a little unfamiliar. A little, little unfamiliar. It's the same thing, just the facts are different. I'm still in class, I'm just taking a new subject. And for others, they're willing to embrace the unfamiliar. I'm out of school now. I got to figure out how to make it in the real world. They didn't teach that to me. Okay, I got to figure it out on my own. That's so why, by the way, if you look at kids that are struggling in school, for those that are a kid or that have a kid struggling in school, do not give up on the child. One of the reasons why you do not give up on children that are struggling in school, A, is because it's a child. Even the thought to give up on a kid because of school is insane. But that's for a different story. That's a parenting concept. Because a lot of times kids that struggle in school do not feel school as familiar. And when they get out into the outside world and the rules are different, it's not structured, it's not based on subjects, you don't follow a curriculum, there are no clear tests. Different. You win more by collaboration than by isolated study. No one cares if you memorize. They care if you can apply. Sometimes 
having the guts to say the things that you would never say in class is exactly how you get what you it's a totally different system in some jobs in some jobs not in some jobs it's like school it's just applied school but a lot of times when a kid goes through life and struggles struggles in school struggles with that geographic set of friends that are based not only on like kids are stuck into like a cohort of people that were born around the same month, live in the same community. And sometimes kids, they can't survive. They can't thrive in these areas. And we think they're not going to make it because they told us that if you can't excel at these subjects, you're not going to make it in school. And it's just not true. You need education to get through life. You need to know how to do things like to read and to write. You need that for sure. But you do not have to excel in an educational institution to make it in life. And if you need any examples, just go to Barnes and Nobles and take half the books off the shelf. And the reason why a lot of these kids that have the right background, not my background, they're the right support systems whether it's mom and dad, whether it's teacher that believes in him, sometimes it's the coach, sometimes it's a grandparent. When, if, when these kids that have some support, some we believe in you in their lives, because school is unfamiliar to them, when they get out into the other world, the real world, they do not fall back on the familiarity of structured systems. So they allow unstructured environments to be their new familiar setting. And the world is unstructured. Spiritually it's structured, but physically it's unstructured. And so sometimes, you see this all the time. I see this all the time, and I'm sure you see this all the time. People that like are like the least likely to succeed in their high school yearbook, when they get out, they can like breathe. They don't know how to follow the rules as much, but they make their own. And you know what? In today's day and age, you can make your own rules. They don't study the way you're supposed to study when you're in a classroom, but they study in a different way and they figure things out and they become successful, healthy, contributing members of society because they embrace that which is unfamiliar because they didn't have the ability to have anything familiar. Because when they were 11 and they were 14, school was still unfamiliar. So when they get out into the world, they're used to the unfamiliar. They're not thrown because the world is unstructured. They're not like, what do I do? All the time. And by the way, to the flip side, there's a lot of people that do great in school and do great in life. There's no rules. There are those who do great in school that don't. Those who do great in school and do. Whatever. I'm just saying. Feeling unfamiliar is the darkness that we walk through to get to the light. All right. We'll talk about it. All right, everybody. Have an amazing day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.